0: a critical hit a major spoilers podcast thank you for downloading and checking us out this week hi hi hello, hello. hello. i'm just trying How to are f- you? remember what we were doing last time on critical on critical hit. Critical hit. Hit. oh yeah we went to a uh we went to a place and we met some people and we're trying yeah, to do a thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was this guy he had a face on his head and an elbow halfway up his arm you
0: remember Part I don't, but Rodrigo, maybe you can fill us in. Uh,
2: No, I think you guys are doing a good job. Why why don't you uh, get us up to speed? Where where are you guys, why, and
3: who are you talking to? We are at the Sage's Rectory.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, And we've got a meeting in the morning with Thine. Mm -hmm. And we know that she has previously dismissed the contingency from uh, uh, Asmodeus. And that Aluche is here being shady.
0: <laughs> and we've also got a little uh, tiefling, or not a little, but a tiefling companion, Muyu. And we also found that some drow do not like Loth. Hmm. That's right. And that's all my notes say, I'm sorry. There's something also about a Knoll. <laughs> but I don't yeah, know what that... Uh, I can't read my own a, typing.
4: Uh, <laughs> Aluche's new buddy, who's a also a worshipper of Ah, Rums. that's
0: right.
3: Fangs.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Fangs for foes. Yeah. Or splintering child.
0: Fangs for foes or splintering child. Yep. Because play.
2: Yep. That's good look at you guys. You guys remember like
0: most of it. We're starting to take more notes this year.
2: That's <laughs> good. I, I mean, it's kind of necessary. I, I feel that the density of information has really spiked in this season. hmm or, or the density of necessary information
0: for the players. Yeah, but I bet we're still missing like fifty percent of it.
2: (laughs) Well, hopefully between the between all of you, you guys have all the information you need.
4: Yeah, and between like the nice notes section that Rodrigo's made for us.
2: Yeah, I I do try to update that. So if you look at your uh, the side the uh, journal side of roll Twenty, there is some. There's lots of information there from people you've met, but you know it's not exhaustive there's obviously lots of people you've met that isn't that aren't there and uh there's not a lot of like direct plot information about what's been happening so you definitely have to keep track of that you uh, guys uh spend the night in a nice little townhouse um and uh next morning um uh, wakes you up pretty early To go see Theen.
4: Cool.
0: Make sure we're all dressed nice. Yeah. Yeah,
4: Wear our new robes.
0: We all look scholarly. Bust out my formal cape. Looking good. Does your tail also have a formal cape? (laughs) I will end. (laughs) Hangs off the horns.
5: (laughs) Brian, do
1: not encourage him.
4: (laughs) Goes with the mullet. (laughs)
1: At right. two feathers. At two.
2: All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, d- other than dressing nicely, does anybody do uh, make any uh, other preparations or or, or anything else?
4: Uh, I will spritz myself with my aura, uh, or not aura, perfume of authority. What is it called again? The thing that gives me bonuses to social challenges. Fragrance of authority. That's the one. Yeah,
0: there you go. It smells, it smells like French nice. fries.
2: <laughs> you yes. exude the aura of a McDonald's <laughs> middle manager. I think
4: that is like the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a curse. Oh,
2: no. Bottle of fragrance of authority. Make sure my yeah. Rod, rod like, of you beguiling. S- is you that smell hand? like
4: someone that people look down upon and make <clears throat> mop toilets.
2: All right.
0: So um, I'm still staying with uh, summer. Summer, okay. Five hundred days of it.
3: Did I did I get a
1: bonus through the twig? Sure,
5: <laughs> just in yeah, case yeah. you can get the floating plus two.
2: That's it's still good to to be prepared just in case. Yes. Plus the good thing about being a, a staff. Wielder is that you can always pull a gandalf and be like, "Oh, you wouldn't take away my walking <laughs> dick,
4: <would you?" laughs> It's Like we live in a world where wizards exist. What's yeah. wrong
2: with
5: you? Yes, yeah, because yeah, cat just looks so, so decrepit.
2: That's the first thing you should go for. It's like if you see an old man, just yank their walking stick away. Just in case <laughs> yeah, just be really like,
4: i am going to you, wizard,"
2: and run. <laughs> all right, so um, you guys all meet up at uh right outside the townhouse and you gets walking all right and uh you guys travel down some streets with very minimal movement because it's still pretty early um and uh go up some uh broad bluish stone uh stairways to a uh Um, a hill and then atop this hill is like uh, a park with a large fountain and then uh, right at the center of it and then in sort of uh, uh, like if you think of the park as a uh, a, um, an oval um, one one third of it is just like grass and and common areas. One third of it is sort of the the plaza for the fountain. And then the other third is a large um, blue stone building uh, with sturdy columns and uh, big uh, airy windows Um, and a a few balconies as well. Um, It is... Uh, labeled as you approach in very large letters across the front, uh, it says Miraculous Font Library. <laughs>
0: and what is the font style? Comic Sans? <laughs> uh, it- Papyrus. Papyrus, yes. yes. Thank it's, you. Thank it's,
2: you
4: for that. It's,
2: it's fantasy, and we can't afford fancy fonts, so yes, it's in Papyrus.
0: It's terrible. Is there anybody standing around outside to greet us or?
2: Uh, no, not as, as you approach, but uh, it this seems to be open, like open to the public. Nobody's like guarding it or anything. Okay. Um, but uh, as you guys proceed inside into uh, sort of a big um, like mezzanine area, Uh, There is a Lantern Archon there waiting for you. Oh. Hello. 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 Greetings. You are uh, Thien's uh, morning meeting, correct? Correct. Well, uh, make sure that you uh, wipe your feet before going in. Um, Please uh, address Thien respectfully. And uh, do not take anything out of this library without her permission. Of course. Thank you. And it floats over to a big set of double doors, and the double doors open. And we'll enter. Yes.
4: Wipe our feet.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you guys enter a a reading room. Basically, I mean, this is like this room in and of itself is actually probably about twice as big as the library that you guys have at Rutile Island, um, which makes it, um, both clearly a very large room, but also, uh, potentially not the sort of splendiferously huge room you would expect the God to hang out in. Um, It's uh, mostly just rows and rows of very, very tall wooden um, bookshelves, all full of books. Um, There's a central area with tables. And also there are stone bookshelves built into the walls. And uh, as the door opens, there's no one immediately there. But you guys do hear some like shuffling and page turning from inside. Okay. We'll step forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You guys, uh, do you, uh, do you guys like follow the noise?
0: Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. call or, uh, I'll do a loud clearing my throat because I'm sure as a library, we're only supposed to whisper. So, <clears throat>
4: oh boy, uh,
2: there is uh there's no immediate response to that.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, I'll we'll just, cause head I t- towards a delayed the last fireball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, okay. You guys follow the noise. And uh, sure enough, after a little bit of searching, you uh, run into someone. This is a humanoid. Uh, She is probably no more than 5'10", blue skin, uh, silvery white hair, uh wearing a white dress and her hair is done in kind of an elaborate updo with a ponytail coming out of it. Okay. Uh she is uh floating about maybe 8 feet in the air um flipping through a book that where there the, there's clearly a slot for right in front of her. Um and uh yep, it's just kind of floating there reading.
4: Um hello.
2: Uh the book closes and she turns to look at you guys. Um she has three eyes. Hmm. Two where normal eyes would be and then one at the center of her forehead. Uh they are all sort of a uh gold color. She uh looks a little sparkle, and says, "Oh yes, um, my uh meeting
4: Yes, and, I'm sorry uh, to disrupt your uh reading if, if no 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 it's... no no
2: no 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 no, no, we're scheduled. it's fine and she kind of uh floats uh in your general direction, but very quickly past you to uh, another uh place uh, in the shelves. Um, she, she had put the book that she was reading back, uh, where it belonged and is now seems to be looking for something else. And, uh, she points in your general direction and she's kind of searching for something else and says, are you the one that I talked to?
4: Uh, uh, she actually gestures, she gestures at Randis. Uh, I believe that was Randis uh, to Thane.
5: Yeah, we had, uh, spoken briefly. As well, uh,
2: I was surprised to hear someone uh, calling on that frequency, but uh, I do apologize. I may have been somewhat rude because of my surprise. I do not make it a habit to be rude to people. Uh, It was just not what I was expecting.
5: No, uh, definitely understandable. Uh, I do apologize for... Uh, that intrusion. Uh, it just a uh, was a happenstance, but uh, no. Uh, glad that we uh got to talk. Yes. So,
2: uh, what can I help you with? What? Why? Why are you? Uh, why are you all uh, trying to get an audience with me?
4: Uh, we are emissaries of Arathis, and wanted to see if we could persuade you uh, to join her version of the uh, new Treaty of Gods.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of talk about this.
5: Uh, yeah?
3: I assume you know the consequences of the uh, previous treaty being undone? Yes,
2: I'm aware of... Uh... The eventual breakdown of time.
4: Yes, and we are um, hoping to get enough signatories before uh, things start unraveling too significantly.
2: I see.
3: Also before the uh, opposition manages to get enough of their own.
2: The opposition being...
4: Uh, the agents of Asmodeus.
2: Oh, Yes. She strokes her chin. Have spoken to them.
4: And what did you, or what did they have to say?
2: Oh. Uh, This is all very preliminary, certainly, but uh, really more or less what you're saying.
4: I see. And I guess, is there anything that um, you would like to see in such a treaty?
2: No oh, certainly, there is um the open dissemination of knowledge is something that I'm obviously very interested in, so that would really knowledge under the right circumstances moves on its own, so I don't really need uh you know i don't I don't really need paladins breaking down people's doors and forcing them to read. <laughs> All I really need is for the opposite
3: to not happen. Mm. yeah, we know how the opposite does happen. oh yes, how's that? tyranny hmm. that is an issue, certainly
2: i do not I do not care for the uh machinations of others. I certainly do not care for. Um, I do not care for times when uh, information only flows to the powerful. I think that the more people, or the more knowledge people are privy to, uh, the more power everyone has, and the better everyone lives.
0: Mm. Yes,
4: I certainly agree with that. But That does seem somewhat antithetical to uh, some of the actions of Asmodeus, who is a god of complex plots.
2: Oh, yes. I certainly heard them out, but I had no... I, I don't have any real... Uh, there's no real reason for me to throw my lot in with Asmodeus. He is treacherous and... I, I personally have never uh, have never felt that I had an ally in him, uh, even back when the gods were on better terms.
4: And what about Arathis? The uh, most libraries exist in cities. It seems like she would be a, a natural ally for you.
2: Yes. Arathis and I actually have at times had somewhat strained relationships because she she believes in all the important or or she prioritizes all aspects of cities and city life equally, Mm. uh, which means that, for example, poverty is important to her and um, to a certain degree, homelessness and uh, that is not conducive to education that is not something that you should that that is not something that one should foster i feel
4: that is certainly fair if you don't have an ally in asmodeus but are not have had some conflict with arathis uh what would you like to see done? The free flow of knowledge presumably would be harmed by a breakdown in time as all trade and transit would.
2: Oh, of course nobody wants that. Well, maybe someone does want that, but I I certainly don't. That sort of disorder is not conducive to the spread of knowledge either. And uh, any Advancements that you might get, say, by having some sort of sage live or or complete their work faster because they're on a faster time, you would almost certainly lose because the people you're disseminating it to have died or something. I don't know. So a um, time being fluid is is going to be certainly a problem for me.
4: So if you, I suppose, agree that the uh, time should be secured, uh, could we persuade you to sign on um, with Arathis with perhaps some stipulations from her to uh, increase the flow of knowledge or reduce poverty in some ways?
2: Well, do you think that she would hear me out on those sorts of things?
4: I think she would certainly hear you out. I can't say one way or the other what sort of uh, deal would be brokered as um, we are emissaries but not direct uh, spokespersons in this regard. But I've um, spoken to, uh, actually very recently, um, one of her uh, lantern archons a bit about uh, her thoughts on balance um, and her dealings with the goddess of nature, Um, and I think that she is a goddess that can balance differences of opinion quite well Mm.
2: yes i suppose she is um well i have no uh no reason not to consider this um let's say that i would be willing to sign on but reserve the right to pull out if my uh Stipulations are not heard.
4: Of course, is there? Uh, would you like me to try to uh, arrange further meetings between you and uh, emissary of uh, Arathis that can more directly share your stipulations? I
2: suppose you could, but uh, my guess is that once all of this is complete, there's going to be some complex bureaucratic wrangling. That has to be done. So anything that we agree on ahead of time is almost certainly going to be on the chopping block as much as anything else. So I appreciate that, but I don't think it's going to do much good. You all are mostly hunting for support uh, rather than anything entirely concrete. Right, you mm. don't want troops or money or anything like that. No,
4: correct. Yes, we're looking for uh, people who will commit to being signatories. Right. So, any um, I suppose information that you could offer in opposition to Asmodeus or his forces would be uh, of great use to us.
3: Or hmm. additional information on some of the other awoken gods.
2: Well, this library contains gr- a great deal of information. So, certainly after our meeting, you have my permission to uh research any materials here.
4: Thank you.
3: Yay. All right.
4: So, so
2: yes, let's uh let's agree to let's say that I will support your notion. Um at least insofar as my uh, stipulations are are uh, considered.
4: Excellent. And then the stipulation negotiation will happen after the initial signing?
2: Uh, well, I'm sure it'll happen before the initial signing, but um, there's uh, there will be time for that.
4: Of course. Thank you very much. We uh, appreciate your hospitality and your uh, taking the time to hear our case Uh,
2: yes of course Um, again feel free to look around and read whatever you need please do not take any materials uh, out of the library if you uh, need to use uh, if you need to take any information with you please uh, ask an assistant to uh, give you access to the quills of perfect duplication
0: Mm.
4: No wonderful it sounds like a very useful item
2: oh yes all right well if there's nothing else uh, i will have uh a an archon buy to uh give you some sort of token um and uh then we will consider this matter complete up until negotiations begin
4: wonderful uh thank you again she'll give a like low respectful bow
2: yeah she uh Looks over at you guys, which she kind of hasn't done this whole time. She's kind of been looking through books. But she'll kind of give you all a, you know, uh, a, a polite nod. We'll bow, bow back. Yes. And, and then we'll... she uh,
0: kind of goes back to what she's doing. Excellent. Wow, that was much easier than I... Good job, Brandis.
4: Uh-huh, okay.
0: For <laughs> contacting her and setting the tone for this meeting. And little Sparkle, excellent job. Oh, thank you. Um, she said we could just look around the library for anything? Yes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah,
4: perhaps we should seek out a librarian or some form of organizational system to uh, yes. figure out what would is, be most uh, useful.
5: Yeah. Uh, what is the... Any specific information... Um, oh, I would boy. say
4: we should try to get some information on um, possibly, well, certainly any of the uh, gods, uh, maybe Rafaga or Maglubiat, since those were on our kind of short list of places to possibly go next.
3: Okay. Uh, Rafaga, uh, Maglubiet, uh, Mesco is another one I would like to look into.
5: Should we um, uh, see if we can get any information to maybe track down Yaronko?
3: That was my plan as well. Certainly. Um,
4: and I'm I'm also going to try to look into information regarding the uh, Gith fleet.
0: Good okay. plan. Yeah. Uh, just any information on the Gith would probably be helpful. Uh, do we need to do any research on Asmodeus? Hmm.
4: I mean, certainly. It's possible that there's lost lore here.
1: Well, there are yeah. five of us if we each take a different
4: tack.
5: We could you know, perhaps dig up some old lost, forgotten grudge. That, that... Hmm.
4: that would be a, a thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could all just try to focus on our respective expertise areas. Like, uh, Ket and I can try to look for more, like, diplomatic texts or, voila, Brandis or... Um, or I'm the, you know, or I don't know, maybe Randis looks into like the religious documents and Orim takes a look at historical texts.
0: Okay. That sounds good. And um, let's go find a librarian yeah. or an organizer or whoever.
2: Okay. Yeah. You guys uh, run into a
0: Lantern Archon pretty fast. Oh, hello. Hello. We are seeking information. Each of us looking for different uh, subject matter that you might be able to help us. Okay. Um, myself in particular, I'm looking for some uh, text on magic and also anything related to Osmodeus um, grudges, uh, historical lore that uh, may not have be well known, those kinds of things.
2: Mm, well, most of the information in this library is not secret insofar as it might be difficult to find, but there's no bans on anything here, so... If you're uh, searching for something that has been actively banned, you're not going to find it here. Okay. Uh, That said, uh, uh, there's lots of places where you can look. We have histories of the War of Entities. We have um, trade disputes and chronicles of those between different gods and their – really between their churches more than anything.
0: Mm, I think the War of Entities might sound interesting. Okay, well, if you uh, uh,
2: exit this room, go down the hallway to your right, and then make a left there, there should be an archive there where you can find that information. And there will probably be somebody there who can help you as well.
0: Oh, thank you. Okay. I'll wander off. Exit Orem.
3: Randus. Yes? Uh, You should actually research some rituals while you're here.
5: Okay. Any uh, specific uses? Or?
3: Um, anything that you can find that might not have popped out at you before, seeing as we're in the Sage's Rectory. Okay. Uh, can you direct him to where those would be found?
2: Magical rituals? Certainly. Uh, if you exit out of this room, uh, make a left... Then, uh, second door on the right is a staircase. Go up that staircase, and that should lead you right into a room uh, where we keep a lot of our treatises on uh, magic. and uh, adjacent to that is a room uh, on uh, alchemical processes, so uh, there are probably also some uh, some discussion of ritual materials there, which uh, again, there should be somebody. Close by, who can help you once you get there?
0: Okay,
5: yeah, I'll uh, head that way. I suppose.
0: Do, 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 do. <laughs> Off <laughs> goes Randus.
5: Yes. Do, do, do. Um.
3: So Orm is looking at the War of Entities specifically.
4: Uh. So you said you mentioned something about uh books on trade deals. I, I would be very interested in seeing those.
2: Uh, yes, actually, this room contains most of our uh trade uh dispute uh ledgers as well as um some recovered materials and uh legislative opinions so uh, mm. I, once once we get everyone sorted out i can help you find those
4: thank you very much
2: religious teachings uh what sort of religious teachings
3: Um, those uh, of specific gods, uh, are they, are religious teachings ever going to be in one place or is it going to be a search for more based on information for the specific God? Well, certainly knowing the specific
2: God would be helpful, um, Some gods, like, for example, Gromish, don't have very formalized systems. Or some other gods, like, for example, the Bronze Prince, it's very difficult to separate their religious teachings from their uh, code of ethics and law. So, um, for some, like, say, um, Bahamut, it's very easy. they codes and, and everything are set up and they're separate from their uh, war tactics and uh, correct actions of a soldier and so on. Um, but uh, for certain gods, there is no real difference between their their primary domain, sometimes their secondary domain, uh, and their actual teachings.
3: Okay, how about then Melgubliot?
2: Ah, uh, yes, uh, we do have some texts on Malgubliat. uh some of those will be found in the War of Entities um, but also um we have some amount of texts from uh that were recovered from the natural world because once Malgoblit was a very involved deity with his children um do you do you speak Goblin? Uh, no. Well, no matter. We can uh, we can find someone to uh, cast a ritual for you if you do not speak Goblin.
3: Okay. Uh, anything about Yuranko?
2: Uh, yes, we do have some information, probably. Um, but most of that is going to be kind of a tall tale type situation. Uh, Yuranco is one of those gods that does not actively foster or prune their worship. Uh, It just sort of happens because of the, um, the sort of um, followers that are, that are prone to, to be attracted by that.
1: That sounds like it might be up my alley hazard. If you could point me in that direction.
2: Uh, Yeah, certainly. Uh, we have an entire section for fables and tall tales. So uh, if you go down this hallway and then you go all the way down and then you make a left, um, you will find almost an entire room on uh, the adventures of Corallon. But once you're past it, you'll find uh, information on other sort of uh, gods of the kind uh, Uranko uh, Great Tiger, and so on, Cord. Excellent. Sakar strides away.
1: Hopefully, do, 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 remembering
3: do, 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 those off
0: goes Sakar.
3: I think I'll look into Malgubliat for right now. Uh, and I assume whoever is there would be able to help me with any further directions. Yes. Okay, so where do I need to go?
2: Uh, just go uh did you well did you want the uh war of entities information? Because that would be the same place where you're
3: uh, I was gonna went. stop there to talk to him for a moment, but uh, I would rather have the other information, the more material. Uh yes, of course. Uh,
2: well uh for that, uh just follow this hallway and go up the first staircase that you see on the right. Um and that's going to be a, uh all of our uh, texts in uh, giant and goblin so um, you should be able to find things there and and there will be somebody there to help you
3: all right thank you very much get heads to stop by orm first okay and
2: then uh, the Archon turns to Little Sparkle and says, uh, did you need some help?
4: Uh or? yes, please. Oh, if you could direct me to uh I guess specifically uh trade deals involving um hmm, that's a good question. Uh if you have any trade deals involving Asmodeus, I'd be appreciative of that.
2: Uh yes, the uh Gulag Magnificent has many trading partners. Wonderful. So It floats in a direction. I will follow it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we'll say Orum gets to the room where he's going, and there's a bunch of books. So many books. Volume one. Yep, and there's a lantern archon there.
0: Hello. Hello. I'm looking for, maybe do you have a concise history or a... uh... A uh, shortened version of the War on the Entities, like a primer. Ah, uh, yes, on
2: this? we we do have a, an abridged history of the War of Entities. It is uh, the volumes on this shelf. Ah, okay, great.
0: Uh, any? Do I need to start at the beginning, or can I just pick up in the midpoint and hope to figure everything out?
2: Well, I suppose that depends on how uh, astute of a reader you are. Mm. mm okay. Personally, I always like to start at the beginning, then check, uh, get a little bit underway, then maybe go back and check some of the appendices to see if there's anything that I'm going to have to look towards. Uh, And um, if it's not uh, fiction, then sometimes I, I look at like the, the later chapters sure. to kind of see what they're talking about and, and see if there's anything that I need to especially look out for. Unfortunately, not all uh, writers do a good job of, of uh, introducing relevant concepts early. Um, and sometimes relevant concepts can be introduced too early. You don't use them. You forget about them. So um Orm's Certainly, had, Orm's had it's volume
0: like, one and volume two in his hands, and he's just p- politely nodding. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's, he's
2: he keeps going mm-hmm. until Cat shows up.
0: Oh, hello, Ket.
3: Hey, so something specific that I would like to have you look for. Okay. Uh, while you're going through the treaties. All right. Really, uh, the war of entities. Sure. Uh, any notable battles uh, specifically between... Any of Asmodeus's signatures signatures, and some of the uh, remaining gods that we haven't contacted yet. Uh, there might be something in there if Asmodeus or one of his ilk caused one of these gods to go down. Uh, that might be a
0: good place for us to start. All right. I open up volume one and I look for the section called Notable Battles. Okay. Uh, as this is a
2: war, that is the majority of this text, unfortunately.
0: Awesome. Uh, sub heading Osmodeus. Uh, okay. Ah, okay. Thank you, Ket. And I go wander to find one of those big tables with the big lamps on them. Mm-hmm. And the little, uh, wooden thing that holds the book upright. Right. And I'll get to work. Okay. I pull out my magic pad of note-taking.
2: All right, so Ket um, gonna go on to the other room. Yeah. Okay. When he gets there, there is a lantern archon outside of the room, and uh, there is a little floating like uh, broom and dustpan that is like dusting or like you know sweeping some dust into the dustpan. That's adorable.
3: Hi. Oh hello. Uh is this the room where I would find uh religious texts on Malgubliette, specifically in his influence on the material plane?
2: Oh yes. Um I can I can show you where those are. And just leans the broom against the wall. Follow me. Follow. And uh you go into a room, has lots of books. Um and uh, as you walk through it it actually uh, has an almost comical variance in book size like there are books that are like they look like they're the size for like a small child although they're still you know pretty thick so they look kind of like um probably like a like a mini Bible, if you've ever seen those, you know, where they're like really thick but really small. And then there's also books that are literally too big for like a single person to operate on their own. <laughs> but the Archon does not take you to one of those. Uh, eventually, you get to a shelf and the Archon is like, uh, here, uh, Some of these uh, should be helpful and, you know, books start, like, floating out of the shelf and kind of towards you.
3: I'll scan the titles for something that I can actually read. Nope. Cool. Uh, All right. So, I need a translator. Oh. I don't understand Goblin. So, unless there's anything in... Oh, primordial or supernal?
2: Mm, most of these have not been translated into supernal, but uh, I, can, uh, I can enchant you so that you can understand goblin. Would that be easier? That would be the easiest. All right. Uh, uh, please uh, open one of those books and uh, make an honest attempt at reading it.
3: I'll grab the nearest one.
2: Yep, this is all nonsense. And then the uh, Archon floats around and kind of uh, floats like up and down and in a circle around you Mm -hmm. and makes uh, little twinkling noises. And then after about a minute, you start to feel like you can read the book. And then within a few seconds after that, it's just like it's in your native language. Great. All right, that will run out in 24 hours, so
3: All right. Thank you very much. Uh I will come find you if I need any more help. Sounds great. Floats back out, grabs his
2: like little dustpan broom and keeps sweeping.
3: <laughs> hmm. So What book did I pick up?
2: You picked up a. um, It's a. It's an account by some soldiers in a fort about goblin attacks and how. um, Basically, it's like a three-generation thing, and it's just like very dry, like accounts of the attacks by goblins. But you know, there's. Uh, seems they seem to have changed through the years, and there does seem to be some like direct involvement from Malgubiit, but you'll have to spend some time looking through it.
3: Oh boy, this is going to be a lot of dull reading. Hmm. I'll take the other books that he handed to me and find somewhere to spread. Okay. Okay. So, what is what is Randa's looking
5: for? I don't know. I think I. Uh... <laughs> I, didn't. I might uh you know ask for directions uh to see about looking in see if I can find anything about your and see if there's been any uh like old rituals or uh, particular notable events of meeting that. Maybe able to be made use to try to run into him. Okay.
2: Uh, Rob, is there a particular ritual that you thought would be helpful?
3: Not off the top of my head. I, I know I kind of threw him under the bus on that. (laughs) It was literally like the idea happened as I was saying it. Mm -hmm.
4: Didn't we discuss recently having learning comprehend languages?
0: I have that one.
4: Oh, you already have that one.
0: And we've got some scrolls already made up for everybody. Yeah, there's
2: some like not so higher le- level level rituals. So anything there, I'd have to look over. Um, but they also really taper off. There's a lot of rituals in the early levels, and then towards the end, there's like entire levels that have no rituals to them. Yeah. So, yeah. it's uh, it's kind of a back and forth there. So uh, this is basically what's going to happen Ooh. here. Is uh, you guys are going to spend some time finding stuff, but you're not gonna like unless you stay here for you know a week, a month, like you're not really gonna get much of an opportunity to get in depth into these things, sure. Uh, um, but uh, pretty quickly, somebody will point out the uh, um, the quills.
4: Oh no, sure, we can start are, copying things.
2: Yep, yeah, which will just if you lay a text down, and you tell the quill to copy it, they will just start writing. Um, and will actually, uh, you know, some of these like the these books are kind of all over the place. You know, some of them are like in full-on illuminated folios. Um, some of them are handwritten. Uh, in in terrible handwriting. So the quills don't make exact copies of them. They just kind of copy the information, which means in a lot of cases they're actually more succinct or more. Uh, These quills are amazing. <laughs> yeah, they 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 make it so the writing takes up less space, and in some instances it doesn't because you know somebody will have like little tiny chicken scratch handwriting, and they'll actually write it out in a way that's legible. Um, they will also, the one thing that they will copy exactly are like diagrams and illustrations. Mm. Um, but they don't, they don't copy things in color. So if you do have a fully illuminated folio, Mm. they'll make a black and white illustration of, or copy of that illustration. Um, and unless you, but you know, unless you direct them to, they're not going to copy the borders or the giant, you know, letter H that's something That takes up a quarter of the page that a chapter starts with i will start making
3: market use of that
2: okay uh what does uh what does the car do go to the
3: room yes
1: i'm looking specifically for anything that talks about ways even if they're just you know folklore kind of You wink and a nod and an elbow to the ribs, ways to access or find waypoint itself to where you can beg the blessing of Yoranko.
2: Well, finding waypoint is not that difficult. The problem is that Yoranko is usually not there. Oh, well, how do we find him then? (laughs) That's the question. Where's he at? What am I doing? I'm traveling around, looking around, doing the thing. Yeah. Um, Okay. You start looking through stuff stories and legends and yeah and, and
5: uh haunts he likes to hit up any particular events he likes to
2: attend right yeah know. eventually randas rolls into the room as well uh, hey sakar hello uh, uh,
5: how's it going
1: well i've found an awful lot of information that i'm not sure is going to be of any use to anyone
5: uh yeah kind of seems to be how it's going
1: but these quills are
5: amazing yeah, those are really neat. Uh, What's you looking for?
1: Well, the trouble with Yoronko is not finding him so much as him finding you.
5: Yeah, that's kind of what I've been thinking. I, you might be our hardest mystery to pin down.
1: Well, yes, but I mean, we are all of us travelers. Yes. So theoretically, if there's some sort of... Metaphysic puzzle for us to unwind.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe if we just uh, keep a traveling, uh, he'll run into us.
1: <laughs> I hope we have that kind of time.
5: <laughs> True. Well, uh, yeah, I'll figure I'll see if I can find anything that may be a benefit in uh, meeting up with him. What do we know about MESCO? Hmm. Uh, Ken had some
2: texts on Mesco, but he hasn't had a lot of time to get through them.
0: Um, Could I also do some searching on any information they might have on the Void Gods?
2: Uh, Yes, that one is easy. Hmm. They do not have much information on the Void Gods. In fact, you do find some texts on the Void Gods, and it's information that you researched. Ah, okay. <laughs> literally, it has some of your research and Randus' research into the Void F- Gods. F- All I'm right. Primary yeah. one source.
0: Orm, yeah. orm quickly uh, fires off a, a message to his parents. I'm published. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: they're still not proud of you. No, never were. Oh. <laughs>
0: uh. Is there any information anywhere on uh, killing gods? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go look up some of that stuff too.
5: Okay. Mm, seems like a weird topic to look up in a god's library. Yeah, we're tasked with killing yeah. a god, so.
2: <laughs> Knowledge is power. That one is actually kind of easy too. In general, every god has one way to kill it permanently. That Hmm. seems to be part of the rule. Okay. Um, Anything about transference of powers or anything on death? uh, That seems to be a little bit more nebulous, but it seems to be more up to whatever gods can scoop up that power
0: afterwards. Ah, okay. Hmm. I'm sure I'll copy some texts and have my Asmodeus research done and all this other stuff. Yeah.
2: Um... So yeah, you guys, uh, you guys look for some stuff and copy some stuff down for a while.
0: Sure. Is it useful? Cute. Is it all useful stuff?
4: Well, we'll find wow. out more later, I suppose, when we actually have time to read it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can you you basically have a couple of ways that you can go about it. You can spend a lot of time parsing out what is and isn't useful, and or. You can basically uh, skim and say, "Well, this seems useful," and copy down, you know, entire passages to look at more closely later.
4: Yeah, I'll do the skimming I, approach. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like oh, the majority
2: yeah. of you would try to skim, hmm. just because first off, you have a whole dedicated team to sift through yep. stuff like this back, back in back at base. Like, you don't have to do this. Um, and also some of them are, might be better than
3: you at it.
0: Hmm. What? Hey. Um,
3: <laughs> we're excellent at this. Messy I mean, only one about... of us is actually trained in history. Arranging Arraint. access?
4: Yeah, sure. but uh And published? You forget and published? Checks,
3: so. <laughs> I, I just assumed Randis was going to fail.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty hard to do with his knowledge checks uh,
3: he can yeah manage. but it's brian and you yeah. roll a wand uh, but yeah ket's gonna end up copying like a hundred books at least <laughs> like the the amount of information ket's going to have these quills print down is going to be ridiculous and he might need a new handy haversack
2: Oh, yeah. Another thing about the quills is that they don't ever run out of ink and the ink dries pretty much immediately. So you can handle a page after it's been written on pretty much immediately ah. after it's done writing. Hm.
5: Perfect. <laughs> Why do you even need the original? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
2: the that path. that is that is a problem. Though is that they don't translate. So everything that Ket mm-hmm. is copying down is in
3: Goblin. Mm. <laughs> oh no,
1: we'll I have to learn. Rendus Those comprehend,
3: comprehend languages. <laughs> it's true. Yep. Does he? Yes. Okay. And if he doesn't, well, we've got a Now would be that. the perfect time for him to get one, like Ket suggested. <laughs> but I did find two rituals that might actually be worth looking into. Oh. Divine Sight and Soul
5: Guard. Yeah, I kinda looked at Divine Sight. Let I me mean, look at Soul Guard. I, I mean I kind of feel like for the most part we're not having too hard of time identifying gods. So Yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we no, just like design... walk in and say, Hey.
3: I figure yeah. Divine Sight might actually be useful in locating Yoronko. Maybe. Amongst some other travelers?
5: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I actually, looked at Soul Guard a little bit earlier too. But I pretty much have powers that do that. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it was one of those ones where it's like, well, this could be
5: uh, if we, yeah, spend like the twenty-five thousand to load up the team for prevention of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this
3: might be one of those ones where it's uh, if if we're going into something that is basically certain death. Which is usually how we roll.
4: I can see that happening.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it might be helpful.
5: Wouldn't that be worth the two thousand cheese to twenty thousand or twenty thousand? Yes, I
3: mean it was two thousand. Yes, one hundred percent. It would be worth it. Yes, the twenty thousand is uh, a
5: little pricey. Up to the team. Got the money.
1: this is spirit sight," you said?
5: Uh, That's uh, for soul guard, which uh, basically what happens there is that for a day, recipient of the ritual spends one healing surge. The next time the recipient is reduced to negative hit points equal to his bloodied value and would ordinarily die, he instead regains hit points equal to his healing surge value. So, uh... I mean, I guess that could be. Some... And so it
4: costs twenty thousand to learn the ritual, and how much does it cost to cast it again?
5: Five thousand to cast it.
4: And that would like at the whole party or just one person?
5: One person. Just one
4: person. <laughs> yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's worth learning. I don't know when we'll have another opportunity to pick it up, and we can always, um, you know, it's just one of those weird tricks that you can have in your back pocket for that can actually be relevant at epic levels.
5: Yeah, and the divine sight that uh, Rob mentioned, uh, you grant yourself the ability to discern deities and servants of deities, such as exarts or angels who walk among mortals, uh, limbing those you see in a holy light or glow that is visible only to you. When you see such a creature, you also learn to what deity the creature serves, objects, places, and creatures that are favored or cursed by gods are likewise delineated, and this ritual allows you to intuit the relative importance of objects, places, or creatures to its to its deity.
4: Oh man, that thing is great! Really, um, like that. Um, the might be able tells to tells you who it serves. Like we could, like find a cast mole. that exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I mean, I don't know. They might not count as like a cleric or a holy being. Like it, you know. Uh, Asmodeus presumably knows of that ritual's existence and might not, you know, send something that would or have some kind of ritual that counters it. So, but, you know, it's worth a shot um, and could possibly get like low level demons or clerics or things like that that are out in the world. I mean, we're, we've are we got spies planted there. I certainly assume the God of Deception does.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's a bit more steeper. Uh, 65,000 to learn, 13,000 to cast. This one could help us figure out the leak. Yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's what we were just saying.
2: So. Well, assuming your leak is some sort of supernal
3: creature.
4: Yes, which I think is a big assumption, but you know, it's a mm. it's worth a shot. A lot of things are supernal up here.
3: Yeah, I would assume it would be favored by the god. At least.
4: Not. I mean, like I said, the if this ritual is known, uh, they could. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah, I right. assume every, that we can find it as Modeus knows about it. So, <sighs> But I still think it's worth knowing and possibly using periodically.
5: Alright. Should I get both of those?
1: What would that be? 85,000 gold? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we have that?
5: Yeah. If, yeah, With material components. And if that's okay with Rodrigo, yeah, that's fine. So yeah, do that.
3: What would that leave us
5: with after the fact? Five gold. No, we still got quite a bit—like two hundred thousand still. Oh, okay. Yeah, seems reasonable at this
0: point.
4: Uh, I'm also see if a friendly archon can uh, direct me to a book or two on kenku um or like the history of kenku because i'm curious about the astral sea even though it's not the mission at hand i'm curious anyways okay uh,
2: that's yeah, nifty you are able to find some stuff there neat all right any other questions or lines of inquiry while you're at the library i don't
3: i don't have anything uh, else <laughs> I will probably ask about each of the other gods that we plan on visiting except for maybe Rafaga.
1: We're we okay. planning on visiting all of the what is it, eight possible remaining acolytes. Uh
0: just until we get our card filled up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: then we get a free uh frozen yogurt.
0: Yep. Yes. <laughs> each of the eight remaining and
3: possibly a couple of the uh ones that were already awake. Okay. Like Beckna. <laughs>
5: That's one of them. Oh boy! I know. We need to look for him.
2: While uh, while little Sparkle is uh, doing some research, a Lantern Archon uh, flies towards her carrying a really nice scroll case. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, this is uh, Theen's token.
4: Oh, lovely! Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. And uh, hovers away.
4: No, take it.
2: Ooh, it's nice.
4: <laughs> Examine it.
2: Uh, yeah, it's, you know, leather. It's like bleached and dyed uh, leather. So it's kind of uh, uh, bluish white. Um, has uh, some snaps on the top. And basically, it's like, it's like a big thermos for your paperwork. Nice. Um, you know, <laughs> top pops off and has a has an attachment so that you don't lose it. Um, and then there's kind of like after that, there's like an interior cylinder uh, that you can open, and there's actually some scrolls are already in there.
4: Oh, what what's already in there?
2: Uh, some straight up nonsense.
4: Hmm. Oh, all right, I'll go bring this to the nerds.
0: Ooh, nonsense! <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys can, uh, you guys can all meet up uh, after uh, once uh, once everybody that has a constitution below twenty five gets a migraine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they're all coming to find me, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, pretty much. But well, you know, because Michael your research takes you 25. all
2: over the library, you're not that hard to find. Darn it,
3: twenty one. <laughs> Actually, my con's only at twenty four. Surprisingly.
2: Oh, so you have a headache too? Right. <laughs> so, yes. Cat has the mildest migraine.
3: Oh. Uh, power through it. <laughs> Randall's will fix that later. Fortunate for me, it's just I some have light years of experience in
1: ignoring my brain. So.
2: Yeah, that tracks. Uh, yeah, snakes don't get migraines. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: that's true uh, actually.
4: Uh Thien, one of an uh, Archon brought me Thien's token, but it has some scrolls inside. I wasn't sure if you guys can make any sense of them.
0: <laughs> Sakar will look. He goes insane.
2: Uh yes. Uh Sakar sees a brand new color from Beyond Time. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Look, this is clearly a number that goes between six and seven.
2: Uh, so when Sakar takes it out, uh, it does appear to be some straight-up nonsense, except there's actually something that's weirdly recognizable about it, especially to Sakar because he's spent some time recently around stuff like this. Some of this stuff looks like charts, like the kind of stuff that Pixel looks at. This, This looks familiar. Hmm?
1: This, this looks a little bit like Pixos' atlases and charts. I, I don't know if I could figure out what it's to, but it looks like it might be some sort of astrocartography.
4: Excellent. Um, I'm just going to make absolutely sure, and I'm also going to do inspections of everyone here. Before we leave, that these scrolls are supposed to be here, that this is the token we're supposed to take, and that no one palmed anything onto one of us because multiple times we were explicitly told not to take anything out of the library without permission. And if I was trying to sabotage our mission, I would do that.
1: That's what okay. I okay. Interesting. So, okay, so you I first,
3: to first you're gonna <laughs> I first
2: you're gonna pat down the guys.
5: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Apparently, <laughs> he's ticklish.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Orim is ticklish. Also, there's definitely times when, you know, like, you know, he, he has his, like, wizardly robes. And uh, there might be, like, a cinch to them. So if you, like, reach under there to, like, move the cinch, you kind of, mm-hmm. like, end up picking Orim up. He's, <laughs> like, this guy, like, he weighs nothing. Huh. Like, supernaturally, Orim weighs nothing.
4: That's weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Um... You go to pat down the car, It's mm-hmm. pretty much the opposite. <laughs> it's kind of hard to you. There are muscles there that you didn't expect people could have, possibly because they're not always people muscles.
4: Sure, <laughs> it's like oh, you also have like the snake abdomens, like stabbed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, abdomen. uh, they were yeah, uh, his, uh, his ribs go all the way down to his waist, and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they swell up and flip out when I get yeah. angry. Yeah. And ribs uh, that go all the know, way does, down. Does the to car the floor. have anything else on them that little sparkle would accidentally find? Like <laughs> knives um,
1: or I have some swords. Some snakes. I have some snakes in my boot. Yes. Um you might find a snake wolf if you're looking in the right place. I don't think there's anything ribs. particularly unusual. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not allergic to feathers or, you know, being scratched by little bird fingers. So I think I'm good.
2: Okay. Uh, It's like being
1: mugged by a budgie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) If I was mugging you, you'd know. Actually, if you were mugging me, I would Well, yeah. Well, mugging, I tend to think is like the connotation is inherently violent. If I was pickpocketing you, you would not know.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I guess
3: if I you were
2: mugging also, me we'd all know while we're here <laughs> ask if little sparkle steals anything from any of these guys because <laughs> no. she's super could yes opportunity okay um uh Not when little sparkle goes to mm-hmm. pat cat down mm-hmm. i would suspect that she realizes that cat actually travels particularly light probably like a deck of cards and like a pouch with like some coins on them Mm. but i I, i'm I'm, i figured kid actually doesn't have a lot of stuff in his pockets
1: not really maybe a comb loaf of bread a glass of beer
2: um and then you know everybody has to sit down for the next hour or so while little sparkle pats down randis
4: <laughs> this is like, this is, <laughs> it's like this pocket is full of gears. Yeah, even,
1: even his pouches have pouches in them,
5: and the assistant keeps moving things just to make it that uh, much more. No,
4: better. stop! stop <laughs> it. It's like I'm trying to help. You are not helping.
5: It's like Rob Liefeld got
1: really high, and all of a sudden, you have to go through all of Rand's pockets.
2: <laughs> uh, it it does have the. Uh, beneficial effect that uh, Little Sparkle does find some stuff that Randus forgot he had.
4: Oh. <laughs> like, oh, that sandwich!
2: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, stuck something in a pocket, you know, in the middle of a fight and then
5: totally forgot about it. I'm wondering where I put that knowledge of Dwarven language.
0: Uh. Oh, <laughs> oh.
4: It's, on, it's on this data strip.
0: Yes, my puppy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah some of some of uh Orm's urchins are caught in there. <laughs> it's a mess uh but yeah, after a while, little Sparkle is able to ascertain that uh no um no outside force, and also none of these guys uh decided to steal anything or and nobody's trying to frame you for stealing
0: uh right. by planting something on their person
4: cool
0: good thought now that oh. everyone is satisfied maybe we should leave
4: yeah well i just wanted to check make sure that the things that are in the scroll and the scroll are okay for us to leave with just better safe than sorry
0: yep totally understand
2: to track down a lantern archon
4: yep hello hello um we were offered this token uh, from Theen. Uh, there appear to be some scrolls in it. I just wanted to make sure that it was okay for us to leave the library with them, and they weren't, say, left there by mistake.
2: Well, if if it's from Theen and she gave them to you, then I assume that they're yours to keep.
4: Well, uh, Archon gave them to us, not Theen directly.
2: Oh, do you know which one?
4: No, I'm afraid I I'm not very good at telling you apart.
2: Oh, that's all right. It can be very difficult. Uh well. Um, if you want, I can accompany you out. And if none of our alarms sound, then you were probably meant to take it.
4: Thank you. That would be greatly appreciated.
3: All right. Are you heading out now?
4: And she looks at everyone. Everyone good.
3: Yeah. I I so, did. yes. You can use the yes. stuff papers in the haversack. Uh,
4: yes, then. <laughs> okay.
3: Um,
2: all right. Follow me. And, you know, goes out the main door. Okay. and little sparkle struck by lightning no
4: <laughs> that's what I was trying to stop
2: <laughs> that's all right it can it can't hit her, it can't hit a reflex <laughs> um true. and if it even and it she won't take half damage from it either it's true
1: it's so, a it's it's ball lightning it's from the beta anyway so it's no longer actually
2: playable <laughs> so yes um you walk out and <laughs> nothing happens.
4: All right. Good, good, good.
2: Uh, it is now uh, late afternoon. You guys have been here all day and are suddenly realize are starving.
4: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's go get some bland food. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And uh, probably arrange to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
3: Blood food yeah. first. Food. Okay. Get these charts to Pixel as soon as possible. After food.
0: <laughs> Don't we have food on the boat? You know, we can make oh, to the we're boat. here.
4: Come on. Okay. We have the boat food all the time.
0: Or we'd be on the boat and be home in like five minutes.
4: Oh, we're eating food here.
0: But okay. Oh, nothing. Stow, yeah. Make sure we're stowing the uh, the scroll, the token away. Somewhere safe. I got it. In a haversack that is not Ketz. Hmm. Because Ketz is full.
3: <laughs> See, I don't even think that's a thing. What? I don't
1: believe that a haversack can be full. Yeah, it, yeah, can. it can. No. There's a,
2: it, there's it does, actually a weight it does have a maximum weight, I yeah. think, that it can carry. So, And it's you paper. Know, paper can get pretty heavy.
3: <laughs> True. You know, it's made of yeah. trees. Have you ever moved a box of comics? <laughs> I know you have. To whom are you addressing this
2: ridiculous <laughs> so query?
1: I don't
5: know. All Is of us are. Like? Yes,
2: yeah, the car doesn't read comics.
4: He's <laughs> oh, like, oh, uh,
2: one of them. He's too busy slapping books out of nerds' hands.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, Go it's for a... a hike, nerd.
2: Yeah. How dare you, sir? Hey, four eyes.
0: <laughs> guy literally has and four eyes literally and blinks up yet. yet. That's it's that's like, yeah, it's like a little <laughs> beholder. It's like,
2: oh, they haven't grown out yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: it's <laughs> not my fault, my eyestalks need monocles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, the stock monocles would be such a good band name.
2: <laughs> All right, so uh you guys heading into town? I suppose yeah. so. Yeah, sure. Food.
4: Well, yeah.
2: Yep. All right. Well you guys. Are able to track down uh, some food. Um, You can even spend some time tracking down some like slightly more flavorful food on account of it being uh, more like fish and mollusk based, and thus having a lot more just a lot more salt to it. Yeah,
4: sounds delicious.
2: Sam, so, you guys are are able to actually get some uh, filling and hmm. somewhat less bland meals.
4: Yay!
2: <laughs> we have all the noms with some spicy legume sauce. All
4: right. Then once we are full, um, think we will head back to the uh uh lodge. Where were we saying? Like apartment?
0: Yeah. Kind yeah. Of? yeah. Kind so of. uh
4: during the meal do do people just like pour over our our writings or do we talk at all? Oh,
3: you can you can bring stuff up. Do you Wish. find anything useful, Randus?
5: Uh, couldn't find anything too specific now. Uh, you know, picked up a few rituals uh uh you know, uh do you have a uh, divine sight that uh you know can Let us know if we, uh, if we can uh, reveal the identity of uh, deities and their servants.
4: That seems useful.
5: Very much so. Could be. Uh, So you know, if there's any uh, angels or demons in hiding around, who knows?
1: Can it be used covertly?
5: Uh, Yeah, I believe uh, no one would really know if I have it cast. I think
1: perhaps we might wish to use that upon returning to Rutile Island.
4: Yeah, how long does it last?
5: Uh, Depends.
4: Oh, how successful you are? (laughs) Yes. But is it typically a matter of minutes, hours?
5: Uh, Hour to a day?
4: We could even cast it before we leave so that we don't could possibly cast anyone on the island that it would trigger for unawares.
0: Well, hmm. suppose so. Is it, a, is it an area effect? Oh, um. Implement? Do you have to put it on hmm. an implement? Like a, you know, a seeing sphere or anything like that? Mm, I just have to cast
5: it on myself. Ah, okay.
0: Doesn't sound like uh, anything could go wrong. (laughs) Why?
4: Yeah, why would you say something like that? That's terrible. I don't know.
1: I can tell you from experience that plugging yourself directly into magic is perfectly fine.
4: (laughs) I do it every morning. (laughs) Well, yes. Yeah, there are a lot of things that some people do that other people shouldn't do, but I I mean I trust your judgment in terms of rituals well,
5: yeah like I say it might get us some information
4: yeah worth a shot
0: uh so we are back at the housing facility or are we heading back to the boat
4: Well, I think we'll have to should head back to the housing facility first and say goodbye to our contact there let her know that we were successful
0: okay. Let it us do adds, that. Let's bring her some food. Let's bring her some of this good food.
4: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: So we'll get a to-go plate.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, you guys make it back, and mm-hmm. you can see that we use inside.
0: Hello. Oh, how did it go? It went very well. Thank you. Dean was, you all uh, were gone for a very long time. Well, we did some extra research. She gave us uh, access to the library, so we spent some time looking around and, and reading and copying notes. Oh, that's nice, yeah, and uh we thought we'd stop by and let you know we were heading out and uh, we brought you some food, oh, well, thank you. oh, well, that's nice, yeah,, yeah.
2: well, uh are you all heading out right now? I think um, so unless yes. there's
4: any other business you uh think we should attend to be- while we're here?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I just didn't know if you wanted to rest before your trip.
4: No how late in the day is it now?
2: It's like you know, like. 7 p.m. ish.
4: No, I think we'll rest later, but thank you.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, thank you for the food and uh, good luck with the rest of your missions. Thank you. Of course.
4: Yeah. Thank you for uh, setting things up here.
0: No problem. And we'll shake hands or do whatever people do. Hmm. <laughs> and then we will head back to the boat.
3: You head back Should to the boat. we cast the
0: ritual before we get to the boat?
4: Yeah, we can do it while we're still in the place. It takes uh, an hour.
0: Place. Oh, it takes an hour? Yeah. Ugh. Now you say it after we've already said goodbye. This is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, pardon us. We'd like to use your facility once more. <laughs> Let's cast it on the boat.
1: <laughs> yeah. What if we ever? We'll we be on the boat for an hour. We probably won't. No, we probably won't be.
3: Alright, if, if we want to cast it now, let's do it. I figure we found some, find somewhere We
0: can go, We can go back to the condominium and say, hey, we forgot something. Uh, Randis needs to <laughs> do That's a okay. thing.
4: Whatever. We can just say that Yeah, Randis wanted to we can just say like Randis wants to perform a ritual before we go. He, magic dude doesn't, uh, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to know the details. Yeah, exactly. Got to develop
5: some film. Alright. So, want to do that then?
4: Yep, I guess.
0: Sure. Okay.
5: Yes. Let me subtract some more monies. Rituals. Do you
0: need some help on this
5: one? Um, probably not. Okay.
3: Is your bonus on religion also thirty-five?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. If it's religion based, and uh, no, it's thirty-one.
4: Oh, only. <laughs>
0: so we should probably help them out, guys. <laughs> it's true. Do we Pass. do a religion check on that? It is religion. Alright, I've got an 18, is that alright?
5: Yeah, I Don't, Nat. Mm.
1: Me too. Yay! Two 18s makes 9.
2: Mm. Alright. Um, oh. So go ahead and 15. give me the help rolls. Help roll 1. 28. Ah, uh, 33. Okay, so that's a solid plus 4.
5: Yeah,
3: we all helped.
0: I right. am helping. It's shake and bake. Wow. Close. Oh. <laughs> oh, my <God>. oh Brian. <laughs> Now, does this include the plus four? Yeah. Okay. Wow, Brian. <laughs> wow.
5: Well, I mean, it's good for I mean, eight hours.
4: Yeah, exactly. The plus 35 is really what matters there.
5: Well, if I would have reached 40, it would have been good for a day. <laughs>
4: uh,
5: yeah. yeah. If If someone else would have helped. <laughs>
3: Sure, I'll help. My religion is a 12.
4: Yeah, mine's a 14.
2: Don't roll a 1. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, yeah. I mean, we're all in this for the same thing. I'm just
5: hunting for a botch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what my thought was. That's kind of why I was declining the assistance. Cause... Yeah, whatever.
3: 28! <laughs> Woohoo! I help. All right,
5: so. Two more Eight to hours. What, what
2: does this ritual look like?
5: Hmm, that's a good question. Uh being a religious ritual, I'm guessing like quite a bit of incense and- Yeah. Uh
0: with like the sacred uh, secret geometry type stuff on the floor.
5: Yeah. And
1: have to draw an eye in the middle of your forehead.
5: Yeah, that sounds good.
3: That's why he needs help. <laughs> right.
1: I mean you're taking on the aspect of fiends so that you can look at things with the, you know, the spectral analysis vision or yes. whatever.
5: Some uh, yeah, general prayers to theme for yep. guidance and vision and clarity. Yep.
1: Two plies and a pirouette. Yep.
5: All right. Um.
2: Well, so Randis, uh completes the ritual, and at first it doesn't seem like it's working until uh, he looks over at Ket, and <laughs> oh god, looks like he just. <laughs> Either you cast it incorrectly, or it, this is just... A mess. Incomprehensible.
0: Oh, okay. What does Ket look like?
2: Uh, Ket yeah. looks like... <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, kind of... Um, really, what what it is is that there's an aura around it, and, and this ritual just kind of at a baseline allows you to see... Uh, sort of like a neutral aura on any living creature that is in front of you. So if you look at a uh, little sparkle, um, there's just kind of like a, a a basic, very very light outline glow to her, for example. But uh, Ket has. Um, At least two severe overlapping ones and others that seem to be pointing, like sort of like uh, collapsing inward. So he kind of looks like a negative version of himself with all of these like crazy colors around him.
5: Mm. We should see what guy looks like.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, hey, guy. He like pops out.
2: Uh guys is much more clear. Uh he has a bright uh like a bright obvious outline. Um and uh there's a very clear uh pentacle uh etched into his forehead.
5: Huh.
4: Oh man, we could use this on the people we um <clears throat> resurrected and see if there's anything lingering with them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> go back to some of oh them are, yeah! Yeah, they all decided to stay, didn't they? I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. Yep. They've
5: all retired. So uh, I assume that seeing a pinnacle on guy would just be to expect expected. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. Does Randus say something? <laughs> I mean, there's... <laughs> maybe
3: he just did? What
2: does? Oh, was that in character?
5: Sure.
3: Uh, uh. Oh, that probably tracks Guy? Huh? Uh. As far as a deity goes, who do you serve?
2: Uh. Oh, yeah. Asmodeus is the master of devils, so we all owe him fealty.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh. Oh! Ooh, ooh, do is... me, do me. <laughs> Does
5: Orym look any different?
2: Orem serves no master. That's right.
0: <laughs> but yeah, when you look normal. at
2: Sakar, he's got kind of a similar thing to Ked going, except instead of being negative, he's just kind of like a solarized...
1: Huh. <laughs> a swirling lava lamp of man. Yeah,
2: he, uh, Sakaar is both a servant and a master to the spirits and thus complicates things <laughs>
3: as always.
5: Okay. So uh, maybe this is working. Seems to <laughs> well, be. You literally
3: cannot tell.
5: If I see anything definitive, I'll let you know. I guess
3: guy was probably the, uh, yeah, the testing point of that.
5: Yes.
4: <laughs> yeah that's a pretty uh, definitive answer the others are wow you guys are weird
3: yeah and
2: yeah epic level player characters are almost certainly going to have some sort of craziness really it's it's kind of amazing that we have like a straight up rogue Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, this far into things
4: yeah it's just because I like specialization and because rogue is one of the best classes in the game
2: yeah that's true when we were uh, putting little sparkle together, I suggested that she multiclass to to get access at other Paragon paths, and then we realized that rogues just have the best Paragon paths, so there's yep. no point.
0: <laughs> That's just cruel. All right, we'll make we're our goodbyes right here, again. Rodrigo. We will make our goodbyes again and head <laughs> to the boat.
2: <laughs> Bye. Thanks
4: we're for the mode.
0: Yep. Bye. We lent some, let some lit some incense, so you know.
3: Oh yeah. Muyu would be actually be a good one to look at.
2: Yeah, Muyu also has no uh discernible aura.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. Discernible Aura. So we give it back That, that was bo- one of the big reasons for casting it before we left. There you go. <laughs> so we get back to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the boat? Well,
2: uh, the your regular crew's on the boat mm-hmm. along with Zarza. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Ryan, just right, take a look at her. Okay. A look at or Zarza? Shit.
2: Okay. Um you uh, squint at Czarza and you see a um an aura that glows uh, with a fiery silver basically white light um and uh also um you see a sort of a spectral uh chain that goes from her forehead which has a sigil of bahamut um and then splits uh like kind of travels upwards to her head and then uh ties around her neck in what appears to be a, a pretty heavy chain setup, but you know, it doesn't seem to be visually weighing her or you know weighing her down in any way. At least she's not holding herself any differently than she usually does.
5: Seems to check out. <laughs>
3: Alright. Uh, we well we were successful. Was... That's good. Uh, and we have a chart for Pixo to take a look at. That's great. Any trouble? None whatsoever.
4: No.
2: Well, that's good. Well, let us head out. Yep. Okay. She points at things and, you know, sailors start. Sailor.
0: Doing their yep. sailor stuff.
2: Doing their sailor stuff.
1: Yo-ho-ho Un- ho, and a
2: bottle of beer. Untying things, tying other things, you know, sailor stuff. Hmm. Squeezing cans and having the food just shoot into their mouth. Yep. <laughs> Using those, like, very, very small accordions.
1: <laughs> Spinning their corn cob pipe around until it turns into a propeller.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just sailor stuff. Sailor stuff, you
1: know.
4: Like you do. Training yes. parrots.
2: Yeah. Yes. Being a duck and having, <laughs> having some nephews.
5: Yes,
1: uh, S- stretching no your limbs really yeah.
2: <laughs> Just sailor stuff, you know. Just sailor stuff. Calling up on the moon to punish someone.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, yep, you guys sail out of the... Uh... Harbor of the Sages' Rectory.
0: All right. Well, I think we will end it there. Thank you, everybody, for checking us out this week. So much fun. So much uh, fun we are having around the table. And I hope you are, too. Questions, got to send them. Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. That's the email address to send them to. And uh, we'll be back with another adventure next week. Well, I mean, it's the same game, just a different chapter of this Void Saga. But until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.